Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hi, and welcome back to Daily Daf Differently. This is David Wise, rabbi in Hollis Hills, and today we're up to Eruvin Daf Tzadi, Eruvin page 90. Yesterday we began Perak chapter 9, and we started with a Mishnah that includes a three-way dispute about carrying from one roof to another on Shabbat. While Rabbi Meir allows it, provided that the roofs are essentially level, the sages say that each roof is its own distinct reshut, and they only permit carrying with an eruv. Then there's Rabbi Shimon, who doesn't concern us at the moment. On the previous page, we tried to clarify Rabbi Meir's position. Today, we'll focus more on the Chachamim. Rabbi Barchama gets us started with a perplexing question. May I carry for two cubits on the roof and another two cubits on an adjacent pillar? Rabba can't believe that Rami Barchama asked that, since the roof is a Carmelite and the pillar is a Rishut Harabim, the public domain, and carrying from one to the other is undoubtedly forbidden. So the Gemara explains that in his great passion and haste, to ask, Rami Barchama misspoke. What he really meant to ask was if it was okay to carry for two cubits on the roof and another two cubits on an adjacent achsadra or awning. Since they're both unfit for occupancy, being so small, do we consider them one contiguous reshut? Or Do we say that since carrying from one roof to another is forbidden, this would surely be out of the question? Before getting an answer, Rav Bevai Bar Abaye asks a similar question, substituting a churba, a rune, for the awning in Rami Barchama's question. And then Rav Kahana loses it. Love Hainu Darabi Marchama? Isn't that precisely the same question Rami Barchama just asked? But you know, Rav Bevai Barabaye won't be taken a fool. Did I show up late simply to argue? No, I'm asking a different question. While awnings aren't fit for occupancy, Ruins, believe it or not, might be. So do we consider the ruins in terms of their potential for occupancy or their present state of being unoccupied? At the end of all these hair-splitting questions, the Gemara gives the ultimate unsatisfying answer, a true four-letter word, teku. The question remains unresolved. Let it stand, says the Gemara, because it can't give a clear answer. There is, you may have heard, a clever explanation for this word, teku, spelled tav yud kuf vav. It's considered to be an abbreviation of tishbi yashiv kushiot ustirot. The tishabite, 
will resolve questions and contradictions. The Tishabite, of course, is Eliyahu Hanavi Eliyahu Hatishbi, Elijah the prophet. It's his job to announce the arrival of the Messianic era, someday, in which everything is resolved for the best. This way we can enter the next phase of time without any unfinished halachic business hanging over us. What a relief that would be. But in the meantime, Teku, we can't give you an answer. As we continue on Eruvin Sadi, page 90, we find a most fascinating disagreement between Rav and Shmuel. That they disagree is nothing new. That seems to happen on every page of the Bavli. It's how they disagree this time that's so interesting. The subject at hand is carrying on a boat on Shabbat. Rav says the entire boat is free game for carrying, since it certainly has pretty high mechitzot, otherwise known as the sides of the boat. Shmuel, however, says... You only have Dalaramut, your four cubits, to carry in each direction, because the sides of the boat aren't made to function as mechitzot. They're there to keep the water out. Along comes Rav Chia Bar Yosef, and he asks Shmuel, Hilchata Kavatach or Hilchata Kerav? Does the law follow you or Rav? And Shmuel, amazingly, answers, Hilchata Kerav. The law follows the other guy, not me. How strange is that? Shmuel expresses certainty that the sides of a boat serve a function unrelated to possible Shabbat benefits, but when push comes to shove, he admits that his rival's ruling is the practical ruling. Is this an example of Shmuel being highly deferent to his colleague, or is there something else at play here? In his Hebrew commentary and marginal notes to Masechet Eruvin, Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz elaborates somewhat on this scene. Even as the sages disagree with one another, each holding on to his principles, there are times when a sage will admit that the law accords with his disputant, whose logical arguments are more sound. Sometimes, Steinsaltz adds, a sage will even reconsider his initial position. And still other times a sage will admit that even though his own position makes perfect sense, someone else's makes more perfect sense. Which is the case here. I wonder if there isn't a fourth factor. When Shmuel asserts his position, but for practical purposes yields to Rav, he's telling us that practicality has to rule the day. In principle, yes, the sides of a boat weren't built as much to keep people inside the boat as they were to keep water out of the boat. But when it comes to Shabbat, and Jews are traveling by boat, it is by default their residence, at least for the duration of their journey. True, they want the walls to keep water out, but those four walls have become their four walls, their home. So, says Shmuel, let's follow Rav's logic and admit that it's better to allow them to carry throughout the boat on Shabbat. This likely wasn't for these travelers a pleasure cruise, but rather a business trip, and these Jews are away from home. So let's make them feel at home and not inconvenience them too much. 
In theory, Shmuel is saying, look, I'm right. But for practical purposes, it's better that Rav is right. And I, for one, am okay with Shmuel's answer, because sticking to your guns isn't always the best plan of action. That's all for Eruvin Sadi, Eruvin page 90. Enjoy the ride on Daily Daf Differently. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.